Now into the lab, episode 55, Elvis Escobar, Sad Boys LLC, aka Fort Sama. Merry Christmas for everybody that celebrated this past weekend, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, any of the other, any of the other, uh, what, uh, you know, fake, real holidays that y'all celebrate, we respect it all. New Year's coming, right around the corner, uh, with, uh, and to the lab, we will be going into the new year, doing that typical new year, new us. We'll be changing things up in the lab. Let's get it, man. Uh, whether that's going live more often, every episode, maybe two episodes a week, but shorter Why do, why do we have to wait to the new year? Why can't we just start now? Because uh, I was a bitch this, this episode, <laughs> and I wanted to get my affairs in order. You know what I mean? It, you know, you don't have to wait till the new year if you want to achieve your goals. You could just start right away. No, no. Why? What difference does it make? I agree with that. This time. Three days ain't going to hurt me. Yeah, you're right. This this time, I, I took the executive producer role, and, you know, I wanted I wanted to start the new year. Uh, it'll be year two of Enter the Lab, year three for us on a podcast uh, starting in 2023, which is very cool. Um, yeah, so we'll bring, hopefully, in the new year, 2023, we'll bring more interviews, more guests, uh, kind of change up some things from the vibe, because uh, from the vibe of the podcast, because sometimes you could get a little uh, redundant, you get a little stuck. So we plan to uh, hopefully, you know, give a little jolt in the in the podcast. Um, but you were switch in... it up for y'all. Yeah, please. Uh, you yeah. know, every everything needs to evolve. Everything needs to change up. We hear your feedback. People that are at least close to me that listen every single week give me feedback. I'm sure the same to you. So it's not like we're gonna listen to everything because that'll drive us crazy. But we do take. The things that we do here to heart and we we're already crazy uh, enough yeah you don't we don't got to add on top of it that's for sure but I mean, sure look, look at me i'm wearing a fucking ski mask on a podcast i was uh, drinking wine hey. trying to not stain it right sophisticated so you were down in south florida this weekend for uh christmas how was Come it on. talk to me you went to the, the dolphins game last minute did you get any good gifts break it down for me <laughs> Sad Boys LLC. Shout out Vito. Shout out Vito. Happy birthday. Yep. Happy birthday, my guy, my fucking guy. He's he's also like it's not even close as far as shout outs. It's it's him and BR. Like on the oh, pod. Fuck. Like, like honestly. Actuals. My man my man's got me the ski mask. He called me. He's like, You're gonna pass by a vendor. That's selling something, and you're gonna want to buy it, but don't buy it. I was like, uh, "Okay, what the fuck are you talking about right now?" He's like, "It's a ski mask." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna cop that." He's like, "No, no, no, I already bought you one." I'm like, "Oh, it's lit. All right, bet." But yeah, uh, yeah, for real, for real. Me uh, or Cheese and I, Jake, we, you know, the whole week, bro. He was he was trying to get me to go, trying to get me to go, and. I just, you know, I didn't really, 
want to go and fork up that kind of money. And yeah, we uh, we didn't do anything this year uh, on Christmas Eve, which we normally do. And Christmas, we don't. You mean family wise? Yeah, us Spanish people, we don't really celebrate Christmas on Christmas. So once my mom was like, "Yeah, we're not doing anything tonight," I was like. All right, let's go to the game. Like, let's hit up Tootsie's. Oh wait, yeah, the football whoa, game. Yeah, whoa, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> they 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 were they were handing out uh, free admission cards to Tootsie's for those of y'all that like that kind of establishment. Um, you know, it's below me, our it's a below our taste level. For not sure. not not me anymore. I'm I'm doing a way better job of controlling my urges. Nice. And I did start on that. I'm not waiting until 2023. So same year, new you is what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like but, that. Yeah, no, we went down, no tickets. We were trying to scalp, and then we were just like, fuck it. Went on Ticketmaster, bought the, bit, bit the bullet, paid for fees and shit like that. Uh, yeah. I mean, our seats were pretty good. It was cold as fuck, though. I ain't going to lie. For real? Like, I was like, I was like taking the ski mask on and off, putting it back <laughs> on because my nose was getting red and shit, and like behind us it was open so like sometimes that little breeze would come in and we'd get a little bit chillier and i mean the game was fun it was it was a great game i'm not even gonna lie like it was a fun-ass game supposedly Tua got concussed again and i'm not even mad at him for it because that's that's up to the coaching staff that's up to the training staff medical mm-hmm. staff that's what you have those guys around there and it's not the first time it happens to him, so you can't use that as an excuse. Oh, we didn't know. It's the third time this season that he's had that kind of issue. So you already know kind of the symptoms that he might have going into having a concussion. And second half, he looked off because he doesn't make throws like that normally. He's usually a pretty accurate quarterback. And, I mean, that last pick, I just I took off. Jake was trying to record me, and he's like, bro, you were gone before I even had my phone out. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to let you catch me lacking, bro. I was gone. Gee. I was like, you think I'm going to watch Aaron Rodgers do victory formation at Hard Rock? No way, dog. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Yeah, it's been cold out. It was, uh, I pictured when uh, just watching what you were wearing in my house, I had like not even the windows open or uh, I cracked a window at one point on Saturday and or Sunday or no, Sunday and Monday. And it was, it was freezing to the point where I had to wear Thicker socks. I had to have my little snuggie on me and uh, a hoodie. Uh, how was it weather-wise? It was uh, what you were wearing didn't seem appropriate for Florida. And I know the rest of the country is going through a big, you know, uh, cold front that we can't even, you know, compare or complain about. Right. You know, Ohio was the coldest Cleveland Browns game um, ever recorded. New York was like 10, 15 degrees. So you looked a little underdressed for a little bit from what I saw. Me? No, I, I had my, uh, yeah, I had a shirt. I had my tank top. I had a shirt and then I had the, the crew neck that Vito let me borrow. And then I was wearing my, uh, my sweatpants. I probably should have worn like, like my little, like Adidas ones, little Adidas, like sweatpants that are really fucking nice, by the way. Mm. You need some like gym pants or some casual, like everyday kind of pants for work or whatnot. Like get these Adidas pants. They're like 40 bucks, but some of the best like pants I've, I've ever bought probably could have done well wearing those under it just to be a little bit better mm-hmm. 
Um, it was mostly the rain, bro. Like just and the, the rain, rain on top was, of it for yeah. sure. Because like I, I'm cool now. I'm a little bit used to it because I wake up in the morning. The last like month, month and a half, when I wake up here in Georgia, it's like 30, 35 in the morning, and it's been raining a lot too. Yeah, it'll be kind of rainy in the morning. So, you know the the forty five, like it was like forty two, forty five, like walking towards the stadium, and for a little bit, I could my hands were just like numb, and then like. I started feeling my feet go as I'm walking around. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, let's go. But you know, I can't even I can't even complain, bro, because like you said, there's other states out there that are, are really going yep. through it. Blizzards, all that kind of stuff. I saw like some people dying in their cars in Buffalo, shit like shit. that. So it's real sad. It's real sad, and we we got it good. I'm, we do. I, I appreciate. Yeah. It. I love it every single year. Every time. That cold front comes in January, February. I love it. Uh, this year, it came a little earlier than last year, and it came out of nowhere where it was like, you know, high 80s, 90s, and then boom, next couple days, it was 60s for the whole day. I never, I, I can't remember the last time where I think it was Saturday. I woke up and at 2 p.m., where it's supposed to be the warmest day part of the day, it was um, 55 degrees. I don't remember the last time. I don't think last year that was a thing. Uh, it gets low down here when the sun goes down, but not when the sun is supposed to be all the way up. So uh, no. in Florida, in Florida, the highs is going to get warmer every single day. I'm looking at the forecast now over the next week, this week, it's going to get to the high seventies eventually this week and then get into the low eighties next week. So it was, that was just a cold thing, front like, that came through. Yeah. If it would have been like 45 and sunny for the game, I would have been cool. No problem. But it was just overcast, cloudy, fucking rainy, like, I felt like I was in Seattle, bro. I was like, this, this ain't it. Like, it's not, it's yeah. not cool. It had that but, miserable vibe for uh, Christmas this year in, uh, in South Florida, for sure. Yeah, I had that Grinch vibe. And, of course, you know, the Dolphins didn't make it any better. I don't know, sad, bro. I, I really don't boys. understand. I really don't understand why I do this to myself every year. Like, why do I do this? And then the, the worst part about it is I get home and my dad, who doesn't know shit about football he starts talking shit he's like oh you, you saw the dolphins game i'm like yes bro oh, you knew i was going oh, <laughs> like, why you gotta do this to me he's like oh you know i'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry man i'm sorry man you know all teams lose you can't win every game I'm oh like, yeah uh-huh shut the fuck up like hit you with that that generic motive uh you know motivation line but hey appreciate you for coming through sliding through the crib hanging out got a Good little crunk BRVR, Billionaire's Row, my boy Tasty for the first time. We took one shot. We were going to dive into more shots, but you were sipping on tequila prior to. I was on the tequila tip before, but what do you think about it? It was decent. Any problem? It was decent. Yeah, it was was good. I liked it. It seems like it's kind of like an acquired type of thing, you know, so I might have to try it a little bit more it's not Maybe something you you would take shots of bottle you should no, hey. no. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> knock knock you know what i mean like if you're li- if you're listening no it's shots shots isn't a thing yet no, you, you gotta sip it a little ice yeah. or a, yeah, yeah either mix it sip it yeah. uh we just took a shot just because we wanted to you know do a little, little toast yeah and do a little toast but definitely sipping it and um you know whether it's neat um, with a, a one cube of ice 
um, in a mixed drink. I've tasted it with some type of mixers back when they had an event a few years back. Definitely a good vibe. So next time you come, when that is, we'll we'll the rest of the bottle I'll save for us and we'll 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 do it right. But glad you're able to taste it unofficially sponsored, featured billionaires row for the holidays for the new year. I might have a couple um, you know, sips on it for the New Year's New Year's Eve. I usually don't go out. Me and Bree don't usually partake in the craziness. Yeah. We got a bottle and champagne on deck. Uh, I'll save that. So what do you uh what do you have planned for a New Year's Eve? Do you usually do something? Do you usually, you know, stay home? What's your vibe for the, for this year? It usually depends where I'm at, man. I, I really don't like going out on New Year's too much. I went out I think it was like two years ago. I went down to South Florida and I went out and uh didn't do me too well, to be honest. I had a I had a burger and it didn't sit right with the boy. <laughs> to say the least. Uh but no, I usually stay at the crib, man. I, I don't really like going on, out on New Year's too much. It's it's too many people out, one and most of the time it's it's too many rookies out. And I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that I don't drive. But um, it's especially down in South Florida, man, and probably down here in downtown Savannah. I'm just not going to take the chances. I'll probably just, you know, vibe yeah. out and, and chill. New Year's, like, at, like when I was younger, it was cool and whatnot. It was fun to celebrate it. But now it's it's honestly just like another day it's not really like a holiday or anything for real. Me, to be honest it's just whatever yeah back when i lived in new york when i was younger well ab- above the age of being able to go out with my friends and drink uh, my mom always liked to have me at the house at midnight and then i could go out or not that i could go out she would prefer it right so there would be times where i would go out after midnight or i would go out come back and then that would be my night but um last three out of four years that we've been home, we've been just chilling at the crib. We'll put on a, a movie. Usually there's some good movie releases. Cause you know, uh, during the holidays, movies come out on streams now on whatever it is. So usually just, I just, you know, watch football or football games or basketball, whatever's on during the day. And then, um, you know, watch a movie, get drunk. I'm probably asleep by 1am and wake up. And at least I feel like, uh, a little bit more fresh than I would if I went out um, to start the holiday or the, or the day. But probably this year will probably be the same thing where 2023, I've been doing it right for the the same way for the last three years. Why not keep it going with that? Do you have any um, New Year's resolutions? You, you know, obviously you talked about a little bit how, you know, if you have a resolution or anything that you try goals set, do them now. I get that. Some people aren't like us where, you can do it right away and, and keep it moving as you're eating a, uh, a juicy chicken tender from Zaxby's, which I'm very jealous of, about. Do you have anything in 2023 that you already started or that you're going to do? Whether that's diet, whether that's read more, don't be a whore, stuff like that. What do you got? Well, I'm already not a whore, okay? Fun with you. I'm a well-rounded <laughs> individual, <laughs> wholesome man. Okay. Good. No, but your I mom watches. Few... Your mom watches now. This is good. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Moms be too. watching. So, <laughs> you know. No, I got a few, man. Honestly, and it's just like kind of normal stuff. You know, probably general 
mad basic, but mm-hmm. just just stuff that I struggle with, and I got really good with it for a little bit, but I got away from it the past few months, and just not even saving money, but just being better with my finances and mm. kind of just making sure that I know where my money's going to and going back to I was printing out my statements and highlighting the stuff that wasn't something that's a necessity and just right. making sure. Yeah. Cause like, bro, like sometimes you get a paycheck. And you got to look, at, you gotta look at your Venmos too. People forget yeah. about that. You got to look at your Venmo. Your Venmo is like cash that you don't, yeah. just because you don't look at the app history doesn't mean you didn't spend the money, you know? Yeah. There's, there's a good app and Ben Baller put me on it. And I mean, if anyone likes like business golf, especially golf, he talks a lot about golf, but just hustling and like shit like that. And just, you know, being well-rounded, like we talked about Ben Baller podcast behind the baller. He put me on a few things already. Uh, Rocket money, bro. Used to be called true bill. This, I just, I just heard an app. uh, Bill Burr just had an ad for it. Literally. Yeah. Of course, of course he's sponsored by it and whatnot, but like this guy like really talks about it all the time. And I know he uses it because he talked on another podcast about it that isn't sponsored by it. So, It'll send you alerts like every week, like, hey, this week you used this much percentage more than you normally used or less percentage. Like, it'll tell you all your subscriptions that you have. And all you have to do is hit cancel mm-hmm. and they'll fucking call whatever Figure subscription company is and cancel it for you and let nice. you know. And they'll tell you, oh, this is a larger, like, transaction that you normally use. Mm-hmm. What's up with this? Shit like that. It, it's good. So I'm really going to get on my fucking, like, budgeting tip again and kind of just, like, stacking bread. Because mm-hmm, times times ain't easy. Shit's getting rough. Yeah. And then the other one I have is just, you know, better food management and just eating healthier and a little bit cleaner and like cutting mm. down on, you know, the bullshit. things I, yeah, things I want and, you know, don't need to eat. And I am starting my cut in the new year. Shout out nice. Bay Quads. He's going to be putting me on a little cut program and. We were at Wawa mm-hmm. the other day, and I ordered this fucking, like, cookies and cream Oreo milkshake, and he's just standing there like this, leaning against Chin the wall. in a corner like this. Like, <laughs> and he's looking at me. He's like, he's like, you better enjoy that, bitch. I was like, <laughs> the disappointment yeah. in his face. That's he's, like, he's like, you're, like, fucking facing 3,000 calories to the dome right now. I was like, yeah. He's like, you ain't going to have nothing close to that for, like, six months. You're going to be eating straight bread and butter. I'm like, fuck. But... You know, it's it's just to see what limits my body can take me. It's mind over For matter, real. and it's good. I'm not I'm I'm scared going into it, but I know like after like a month, month and a half, if I'm committed to it, and I'll see results, and I'll be good. And then I just probably get used to it by then. It's, it's always good to challenge on. yourself. Yeah, it's always yeah. good to challenge yeah. yourself physically and mentally. I think that's the one thing about you know we joke about it, and and I always you know clown people for like making new year new year resolutions but if you start to realize things at the end of your year cuz a lot of things you start to realize as your year is ending that's why it's important whether that's money you know all of a sudden you bought gifts you you did this you you know you you did a, a couple of vacations and you're like oh shit money i got to do this dieting is not easy starting uh uh halloween uh, Thanksgiving, maybe other, you know, religious holidays you got in between, uh, parties, and then and then cap it off with 
uh, New Year's and Christmas. So I get why New Year's resolutions are important. I really do. Um, because I, I start to realize the same thing. I'm like, oh shit, dieting. I'm like, damn, I've been eating like shit lately. And I love that this year, uh, calendar wise, it falls like, um, January 1st is on a Sunday and then January 2nd is on a Monday. So it almost feels like a new year, new month, new week. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can start it right for me. That's important because I'm very schedule orientated, uh, orientated, and then to bring up your last point about budgeting, that's a good thing because a lot of people, they need that every single day, every single week to how much am I spending on this? I know a lot of people that I, I, I think I brought it up on this podcast. I thought about, you know, opening up a side hustle of like managing people's um, subscriptions or, or monthly um I remember you talking about expenses that. because a lot of people don't realize, man, you, you subscribe to this. You forget about it. You're, 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 you're banking. Or you'll do like a free trial for like 30 days and then they'll bill you and you forget about it too. And it's been six months and you're getting charged 15, $20 every month. Yep. Your you bank accounts, it. your bank account is um, up to, you know, auto pay on certain, most things just so you don't forget about it and you're late, but then all of a sudden you forgot you pay your, your, your phone bill that I, I review at least every few months, just in case of, you know, a lot of promotions people don't realize on phone bills, cable bills that lasted only six months, 12 months. Next thing you know, it went from you're paying $50 to now you're paying 80 because you didn't update the promotion or you didn't account for that. And then you're realizing yep. why am I spent? I just spent a, an extra, a few hundred dollars in the last six months because you didn't change it before. I'm built a little different from that. I can't relate to those people in yourself, which is a good, that's one of my, uh, my, my strengths is I'm always, I check my every bank account every day. I, uh, I manage all my subscriptions, uh, per week, per month. Meaning if anything changes, I'm managing my emails. I'm a little neurotic with that. I am somebody, I'm one I'm the 1% of, uh, people. So, uh, it's, it, it's something that I've always been, uh, maybe it's the, the cumin in me, the, my, I, I always shout out my mom's dad, my grandfather, uh, because he was very neurotic with finances and he was in the banking business for his, uh, uh, okay. career when he came from Cuba. So I think I inherited that from him in, in, in my DNA. He never taught that to me. I think I just did it. And, uh, it comes natural. That's why in my household, I manage my finance, our finances. I kind of, I'm always trying to figure out different bills, but Hey, if you're listening to this podcast and you got, you know, stop and go to your apps right now and, and go figure out maybe you're overpaying for things, you, whether that's food, uh, food, cable. Uh, I'm always looking at different, um, Trader Joe's. We switched over recently. That's a little cheaper than what we were doing for whole foods. That was yeah. that probably, that probably cut down two $300 a month just from making that switch. So little things you could do in the new year. And then, uh, for me, exercise is going to be big and I, I don't go to the gym like you. I'm not motivated to go lift weights per se. I do have a bench, <clears throat> excuse me, and a dumbbell set that I got to utilize that I got my, myself, but be more active, riding my bike, uh, yeah. playing hoops, um, shooting around, you know, not playing games, but just shooting around, going on walks. I gotta, I gotta run more. My neighborhood is great for running and walking because it is. doesn't have, it doesn't really have a is. lot of like, uh, doesn't have a lot of car traffic. So you could kind of, mm -hmm. you know, don't have to worry about safety. Cause that is something when you're walking and running on roads, people don't think about, but not all cars are paying, paying attention <laughs> to a pedestrian on the side of the road. I oh, hear yeah. about crazy <clears throat> fatalities 
uh, every single probably year just being like, damn, somebody was just walking or running on the side of the road and they got hit by a drunk driver. I know I didn't want to bring it to that negative thing, but be aware when you're running, whether it's hey, at it night happens, or bro. during the day, you know? Yeah. No, I'm glad you brought up that, you know, um, all the holidays at the end of the year, because that was one of the things that my <clears> brother brought up because I wanted to start my cut like back in September. And he's like, dude, that's not a good idea because you're going to come down for my birthday end of September. Yep. Then you got Halloween. You're going to eat candy, you fucking do whatever. And then mm-hmm. November, you got Thanksgiving. You got your birthday. You got mom's birthday. You're going to come down again. You're going to drink for your birthday. Then you got Christmas. You're going to come down for that. And then you got New Year's. Like, let's just wait. I know you want to start, which is good, but just keep doing what you're doing. Let's just wait and start in the new year. So I'm glad you brought that up because, I mean, once you start something like a cut, bro, it's not something that you can just have, like, a cheat day or two every week. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to really be dedicated. You got to put your body through it. Yeah, so. Hey. I love it. I'm prepared, bro. I'm ready. I'm hype, but not really. <laughs> no, man, and, and that's what you got to get excited for. That's why I'm glad uh, we're putting it. Uh, not only are we discussing it, you know, personally, because I'm sure via text we would have probably talked like this, but. This is the first time we're actually talking about it, but we're at, we're putting it out on the air. We're putting it out on, you know, on a on a uh, on yeah. a scale where people could maybe hold us accountable, and that's what it is. It's all about uh, your friends and 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 others holding each other accountable for it. Like, hey, didn't you say you were doing X, Y, and Z? Hey, it's up to the other person to be like, nah, fuck that. I'm not doing it anymore. Or this is my cheat day. Whatever they want to say, but it's important to have people that at least call you out when you said one yeah. thing on Monday. And on Friday, you're not doing it. So it's you're good doing to a have whole different people. Thing. Exactly. So this is good that we're at least we're at least putting it out, out on a program and, and a platform, which, hey, 30 days from now, let's do, a little ch- let's do a little check-in on each other. Let's make sure because um, now that we said it, and it's, I'll be honest, yesterday I was fiending, fiending for the last couple of days for a burger. Uh, I don't ever fiend for a burger. There was some, I think I, I listened to a Joe Rogan podcast. He mentioned five guys and, uh, we ordered Burger King last night and I went in on some burger, bro. I was to the point where the burger was just stuck in my chest. I had to take a Tums, but I'm glad I'm getting <laughs> it out of the, I'm glad I'm getting it out of the way now on the 26th and the 27th of the month, because I got four or five days before it's like, Nope, I got to put that I- past me. And I got to resist. I had a daily double on my drive home yesterday. Daily double. I told you about them, so Chiz, good. Doug. So you got it. Yeah. For people that don't know, daily doubles, they're not on the menu when you do the drive through, but uh, some places don't have it. I, I went to only one place that didn't have it. I think it's because you didn't know how to work the machine or whatever. Daily double. It's the best quality, and I'll put that in, in quotes. It's the best quality burger you're going to get because it's just simple. It's just burger, but it has tomato, onions, and all. Like, it feels like it's a little bit more fresh than like a yeah. double cheeseburger that just like smushed into place. So, yeah, good choice, my guy. If you're going to cheat, yeah. at least do it in a good way. Yeah, Daily Devil's solid. I'm glad you put me on that. Ooh, but no, see, honestly, bring it up, I got to get me one before the new year now. <laughs> five, five guys, five guys, the, the burger place establishment, like that's – doesn't it doesn't beat like five guys is the best bro you can't beat that shit yeah damn see right. i'm gonna i'm gonna get myself this week i'm gonna go all in if i'm gonna be serious I'm, <laughs> once i lock in i lock in i take it dead ass serious i uh, a couple of years ago during the pandemic i went through a vegan phase where 
I think I out of every at, for months, out of every every seven days of the week or every thirty days of a month, I did like ninety five percent of my meals vegan. So like I, I I like to take it serious. Like I said, I like to challenge my my body, but I also like to challenge mentally because a lot of people are weak as fuck and they you know they say one thing and then they can't even do it an hour later and it's like. You gotta you gotta give yourself something to look forward to or suffer a little bit because we all live very privileged lives. Uh, even though a lot of y'all don't want to admit it, we live very good lives. Um, the fact that you have a thousand dollar phone, you know, you get to eat probably most likely whatever you, you want. You got that internet. Day. You got power. You got, you got hot water. In my opinion, AC, that's overprivileged. That's overprivileged because a lot of people don't, bro. A lot more people don't yeah. than do. So that's how you got to look at it. But uh, anything else pertaining to uh, New Year's holidays, just to kind of get that out of the way, we're rolling 30, 30 minutes yeah, deep yeah, into this episode. I love it. If, if y'all got something, you know, let us know. DMs and uh, laptop. We'll hold you accountable. Want. Yeah, we'll lock in with you. And if you got something that you think could help us, we'll try it out too. Hey, you I'm going to write that down. Uh, lab talk, so, uh, New Year's, re- right in your New Year's uh, resolution. Because we'll hold you accountable as well. But uh, some news, you know, we'll get to some news and then we'll uh, we'll drop it like it's hot. Let's see. One thing I thought about or I saw real quick. You remember East Bay? Yeah, the magazines and website. I seen today they were trending. I was like, East Bay? Is this the same East Bay? So I looked and it said that they're closing at the end of the year. Uh, I wanted to know, did you, ever, did you ever buy anything from East Bay? Literally... If you guys aren't familiar, before the internet, you had to look at a magazine, you had to get the little number, you had to either go on the internet to, like, submit it, or you had to, like, mail it, and then they would send you that. Did you ever order anything? Because I I remember a couple things I ordered from it. Yeah, I used to buy a few few things from it. I remember they had, like, baseball gloves every Mm -hmm. now and then. Yeah. Yeah, So I would buy some baseball gloves. Good deals on those, too. Yeah, always, always good deals, and it's kind of... It's kind of sad to see. I, I did see that, and I kind of, you know, dropped a little thug tear. End of an era. Yeah, it really is that they're, you know, fo- I didn't know that Foot Locker owned them. Um, oh, okay, that kind of makes sense. Okay, they're gonna focus more on like champs and some other stuff that they have going on, but yeah, it kind of makes sense. I mean, the sneaker game and stuff like that has gone obviously all like all internet, all apps, internet and apps exactly. So. If you're, bro, I mean, like, it's sad to see, but if you're still buying stuff off magazines and whatnot, (laughs) you need to do a little bit better. Still mailing in checks to pay your bills. (laughs) Yeah, no, no. That's just, it's a sign of things of other things to come in the future, but it was a little sad to see. I did see that tweet, and I was like, oh, damn, East Bay. I had forgot about it for a little bit. Yeah. But. Me too. I was looking at it. It was like, I remember when, uh, like, Ron Artest was on the cover of that with the, remember the headband? That it went across the head, and then another headband went across the, the middle of that. It was it was the wildest thing. They also had the springs, so when you, you it trains your legs to jump higher. So you bought these um, these sneakers that, um, that basically had springs on it. It was almost like a stilt spring. And it would train your calves. It would build your calves. So when you to jump higher and shit, I remember some some things like that. But like you said, I bought a pair of Jordans, not uh, a number pair. Like you know those Jordan flights. I still got yeah, a pair. Probably. I still got that exact pair in my mom's house. I bought a pair of Jordan flights. They were like aqua. Uh, 
They were like, oh, basically the 13s, but like not the 13s. So they were flights. Um, I still have those <laughs> pairs. I have that exact pair in my mom's house. That's still my size. Um, actually, I should get that from my mom's house and bring them here. But I bought that that from East Bay back in the day, and I probably bought some baseball stuff as as you did. You are you looking up anything or pulling up anything? I'm trying. I'm trying to find the the cover that you're talking about. If it was not a cover, it was at least a picture of it. So like Ron Artest, if you do like Ron Artest, East Bay, look. Let me let me spend two seconds on to see if I get it ready. Ron Artest, East Bay headband. See if I could work my my googleizing man. Uh, 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 uh. I just found it. Yep, there it is. Here it is. You watch. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Have you seen on YouTube? Fire, yeah, dude. It was like yeah. it was like a trend for a little look like Jamal Crawford on it. <laughs> like it was like a trend for a little bit. You know, you know they're trying to be innovative and all that thing. That was in the early two thousands where, you know. Headbands were big. I every time I, I ball I was in a recreational league, I wore a headband. I wore the finger guards because of AI. Um, you know, it was all about trends then. So uh, it look it looks goofy now, but it was kind of cool back in the day when you were looking at it. Uh RIP East Bay. Um one thing, did we talk maybe pulling up what you <laughs> yeah, pulling up the image. Yeah, Ron Artest, you got uh who's that? Joe Thomas, I think his name is. I have no idea who that yeah, is. Yeah, Joe Thomas. He was a former Ned, I think, at one point, or a Nick. Um, yeah, they the, the early 2000s was kind of wild with headbands and, and accessories, <laughs> you know, baggy, like reverse. You see Jamal Crawford in the in the picture here. Uh, he's got the reverse jersey on. Uh, shout out Nelly oh, yeah. for making that popular. Uh, yeah, reverse jersey. I definitely, wore, I definitely wore a few jerseys reverse. Yeah, it was just like in the 2000s, man. They, it was... People were trying to figure it out. People were trying to be trendsetters because MTV was big, music videos were big, pop yeah. culture and in NBA were was growing. Um, so it was kind of like a weird time, but it was a great time to be alive, and I'm glad I got to experience yeah. that. Because Allen Iverson was was doing it all, and then Bruh. David Stern was like, "No, wait, hold up, hold up." Literally, no, I had to put no. an end to all that. AI was that guy that. Suits. AI, AI was the guy that completely revolutionized the the off the court swag and on the court swag with the the armband and and the way he wore the the corn rolls. Uh, man, what a, what a time to to watch to be a kid playing basketball and and be idolizing these dudes. It with was the uh, tattoos and then the sleeves. He had to wear sleeves because they didn't want him showing the, in the ninth, He had the in, finger in the, bands. Bro, in the mid '90s, late '90s, full sleeve tattoos in the NBA were not a thing. No, like AI, Camelo, Anthony, all these guys coming in. LeBron came in with tattoos. Like what? It was like foreign for the league. So uh, those boys, uh, you know, to this day, uh, you know, you you see you see high schoolers hooping um, with with full full arm sleeve yeah. tattoos, basically. Did we uh did we report did we uh, I, I was gonna say did we report on it did we talk about Tory Lanes getting found guilty last week? Well, all right, here we go. Tory Lanes. If you guys don't remember, what was that two three years ago? 
I could go into details. It doesn't matter. I thought it's just funny that Tory Lanez might go to prison for like 20 years. That shit's wild. Allegedly, he uh, shot at Megan Thee Stallion over some Well, I mean, shit. it's not allegedly anymore. <laughs> it's not allegedly anymore, right? If he gets found guilty. You're right. I stand corrected. Um, that boy going to, going to prison, he got guilty on either, I think it was several All three counts. charges. All yeah, all three, three charges. charges. So, man, imagine you go into prison because I've seen a lot more people not go to prison for far worse shit than, than what he may have to go to prison for. Who yeah. knows? Maybe he's got good lawyers. He doesn't have to serve that time or, you know, there's some technicalities. But that shit escalated quickly, huh? Yeah, I was I was talking to one of my boys about it, Reggie, when uh, I saw him at the at the wharf. This weekend, we went out for his his cousin's, like, going away party. And, I mean, he brought up some good points. Like, they didn't find Tori's DNA on the gun. So, you know, the eyewitness was saying, like, conflicting events. And then it went way too fast. That trial was way too fast. Like, it seemed like they just wanted to rush it and get it out of there and be like, all right, here, you're guilty, bro. See you. Have a nice life. And, I mean, it kind of sucks because we don't really know what happened still. Mm. And it's just like, I don't know, it's it's a celebrity case. And, like, I don't ever get involved in that kind of stuff because it's, it's all about money. It's all about clout. And, like, I don't know. Hey, Tory Lanez held it down during the fucking pandemic, during COVID. So, got to thank him for that. His IG he videos. He did he did drop bangers shit like that. So he was he was always live doing. I forget what he called it. He had women dancing and, and stuff like that on the internet on Instagram. So when Tory Lanez went live during the pandemic, everyone was tuning in. He set records during that actually. Oh fuck! All right, well, shout out Tory Lanez. He'll be going to prison soon. Shout out <laughs> his dad. His dad was going crazy. Also, his dad's got a really fucking nice ass beard. Like, I've seen that. Super yeah, he looks like Tory, but with a beard, right? Yeah, he does look like Tory a lot. Um, I don't know. People blaming Rock Nation, shit like that. But I mean, like, yeah, I seen that it was trending. I didn't get the correlation, but like, what they try to cover something up? Like what? I don't know. I guess Meg is signed to Rock Nation. Maybe. I, Who I are you blaming? Why are you blaming? <laughs> like, like they, like, come on, Doug. Find a better, uh, find a find a better uh, person to blame or entity to blame. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <clears throat> FTX. Just don't shoot said, people. Don't shoot people. That's it. Yeah, don't don't shoot at people. Shoot at yeah. uh, shoot shoot beaches. You know, oceans. Yeah, beaches. Uh, yeah, in the sand. <laughs> shout, out, shout out you. Shout out my pops. Um, FTX good times, good times. founder Sam Bankman released on two hundred fifty million dollar bond, which is wild i seen a picture of his girl by the way i didn't know or expect to Ew, bro expect bro. what his girl looked like i swear i had no expectations obviously i take that back i had a little expectation and it wasn't what i seen they're a bunch of fucking real real fucking nerds huh just yeah, fucking yeah, around super. scamming people super nerds and when i say nerds sorry that has a connotation to what you may look like um nerd alert but I wasn't far off by what I when I seen it. I was like, oh, wow, this is exactly. I thought it was like, a you know, because modern day nerds, 
they'll blend in. You know, they they could be your boy, rocking some some fresh Nikes. You know, they don't have to be that that weirdo with New yeah. Balances or or Monarchs on. But what's wrong with Monarchs? Nah, nothing. I gotta get a pair. Actually, I need. I a got pair a pair. So I can, yeah, I know. I need. I need a pair. So when I do my uh, outdoor stuff in the summer. Yeah, yeah. Right yeah. now. Right now, I rock a pair of Nikes that are pretty fresh, and I ruin them. So I, those are like my Monarchs, but they're pretty fresh. Um, what do you think about that? $250 million bond? Goddamn. This whole thing is fucked, bro, because they're treating him like he's some kind of like American hero or like like he's a politician or something. Like he's um, – what's that shit called where you uh, – political – Immunity, is yes. that what it's called? Diplomatic like immunity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got you. So, I mean, not only did he just rob him and FTX and his family or whatever, rob a bunch of people and organizations because the Miami Heat, I've said it before, they fucking had their arena named after this fucking yep. exchange, this marketplace. It, I mean, it sucks because they also kind of made it seem like it was their site and their app was really easy for beginners and people that didn't know much about crypto to get into crypto and buy it. Their app looked very not that well developed, to be honest with, because I downloaded it and as soon as I looked at it, I was like, and eh, this doesn't look good. Like this is not how let's just say I wouldn't I was like, I'm not buying anything on here. Which, you know, was was a good thing. But not everyone is is as versed in crypto and knows. I'm not going to sit here and say that I know a lot about it, but I've been in the crypto world for for a while. So you pick up on things and you you learn certain things along the way, and along the way you're going to make mistakes. But never those mistakes should involve getting scammed or getting robbed. And you know, some people were putting you know their hard earned money into this kind of stuff and. It just sucks that he went out and bought himself and his family cribs and mansions and gave his ugly ass girlfriend money and all this kind of shit. And that's not allegedly. That's a fact. Yeah, and it's like, bro, like what are I we? I meant doing the ugliness like, of the girl, not that he did. Yeah. That. <laughs> like we, we Oh treat, shit. We treat these other people, you know, that haven't done nearly as much as what he did and we we automatically put them in in prison and jail without anything crazy and this guy's just walking around he was doing fucking interviews like nothing and get, getting away with all this kind of shit because i mean he was he, he was laundering money bro like money was being laundered to the fucking they were they were like top three in giving money to the Democratic Party. And I'm not going to get into politics or whatnot. But that money was being given to Ukraine, which is another topic that we're probably going to get into. And then right back to us. It was just all washed. And it's just all fucked up. And That's, that's one of the reasons why I don't put or, you know, when people talk about um, millionaires and billionaires, a lot of people, oh, my God, is that a, is, that's a picture I've seen. Is that real? Fam. She looks way too young. Fam. 
No, they had like an interview with her, and that's actually her. Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And hey, whatever. Hey, I mean, look at him. It's not like he's anything special either. He's just a fucking uh, fraud of a nerd that figured it out that got caught because they all get caught at the end of the day. But this is why I don't put value on people, uh, billion, millionaires and billionaires that, oh my God, he's so successful. He's he's so he's such a good man. He has all this money. He's successful. They always use that money and success equals you're a good person. Nah, bro. Most likely, most likely, that makes you the antithesis of a good person. Because what did you do to get all that money? So, um, not saying well, you know if you have money, you're a bad person. I'm not. I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying let's not let create that black and white. Oh, he has money. He must be successful. That must. That means he must be a good person. That's not. It's not what it, it is. It's not that straightforward. Ended on that. What do you got? I mean, if if you're a, someone that's older that, that listens to our podcast and you're not well-versed in crypto and you don't know too much about it, I'm sure you all can remember Bernie Madoff. Pretty much the same shit. Documentary on HBO Max. Go watch it if you didn't. So, Oh, is there? What's it called? It's not a documentary. I'm sorry. Docu-series. Um, okay. It's probably called like Bernie or something like yeah. simple. I'll look it up while you talk. God. Yeah. So, I mean, we know what Bernie Madoff did. This is kind of similar to it. Just, you know, people taking advantage of other people that aren't well-versed, don't really know what they're doing and thinking they could get away with it. And with crypto, bro, especially nowadays with technology and everything, it's, it's very easy to find where money's going and how it's moving. There's, there's a link to everything. So, and there's people that sit on their computer all day and watch EtherScan transactions, and that's their fucking hobby. And one of these nerds is going to find it, and they're going to say some shit, bro. So pretty much at the end of the day is if you're in crypto, if you're in that kind of stuff, buy yourself a ledger, buy yourself a fucking, um, what's the other shit called now? Um, another one of those little crypto wallets. Just buy it off there. Keep it. Have your keys. Know your passwords. Know all that kind of stuff. And I found that's, that's all I can really tell you. I found what it is. Not a, a series. I thought it was. It's um. It's actually a movie. Uh, but it's an HBO original. Um, it's called The Wizard of Lies, starring as Bernie Madoff, Robert De Niro, Michelle Ooh. Pfeiffer as his wife. Uh, it's very good. Um. So definitely go check that out. It was made in 2017. It's a two-hour mo- two-hour-plus movie, but it's good. It's like if you want to watch, because some people, some places don't do documentaries, and they're bland or as good as you want it to be. Right? I want to learn about yeah. the history of something in the 50s. Let's say you watch it and you're like, I'm bored. Five minutes in, you could just tell by the flow, the the way they do the the interviews of of people. Sometimes it's good to see either a movie or a docu-series because they make it a little dramatic and a little extra fluff, but you actually picture how everything literally felt and went down. And in this uh, movie that they have on HBO, you feel feel each person. uh, His sons went through it. I won't give it away if you don't know anything about it. His sons went through it, man, um, because they were a byproduct of all this. And they, you know, mental health for sure. 
and then all, you watch all the people that got scammed out of it that paid the consequence. So it's pretty good to go check it out. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to watch it one of these days for sure because that shit sucks, bro. Like it makes it hard for for other people that are trying to create something to to move up and just makes people not want to trust on certain things. I mean, we shouldn't really trust banks anyways to begin with. Never, 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 never. There's not many other choices. Staying in that topic of the news or in general is a Ukrainian president, like you alluded to, Zelensky, man of the year. We didn't bring that up last episode. I'll let you just speak briefly on this. We've, we brought Ukraine in and, and I'll say my actual 10, 15 second take on it is, you know, a lot of people were quick just because Russia declared war on another country, Ukraine, that we were all pray for it, support it, give money. People put their fucking Instagram on it da, 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 without knowing anything political, literally. 98, 99% of Americans, including myself, did not, can't look, couldn't locate Ukraine on a map, didn't know the colors of Ukraine, most likely. I've learned a lot since. But to like start saying you stand with them and you support them without knowing what and why and how, that's ignorant. That's ignorance 100%. If you educated yourself and you learned about it and you understood it from beginning to end, Cool. Show your alliance. But there's a lot of people in America, even friends, family, whatever, that showed support for a country that they knew nothing about. And they knew I've since learned a lot about. And I'm skeptical. So I want to hear your quick take because I feel like you read a lot of articles or a good amount uh, of articles and videos. So just give your little two cents on that. Before, Before I even go into it, this shit had me cracking up. Also, um, by the way, Adolf Hitler was Time Man of the Year way back when. So, shout not, out. Not, not <laughs> people like, not the best people get put on there all the time. Yeah, so this shit had, yeah. <laughs> this this shit point. had me cracking up. What's that? This is the Slovak. We're watching a video water. right now. <laughs> Poured water. They tried this Ukrainian flag stuff. Uh, some of y'all may have seen uh, Nancy. They had it upside down. Uh, <laughs> may have seen Nancy Pelosi and uh, Kamala Harris holding the the Ukrainian flag as well. Uh, no, this is just um, this is nonsense, bro. He shouldn't have been Man of the Year. Uh, it definitely should have been Brittany Griner. She did a lot more for us than. You know, no, also just kidding about that. No, but like there's there's a lot more other people that <laughs> are well deserved of this award, whether it be a good award or not, and you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. Like he was he was here the other day and saying that the money that we're giving them is not enough. Like, dog, what are we what are we talking about right now? And and did you see that bill, the one point seven trillion omnibus? Uh, bill that they're trying to pass. Did you see what's in it? Crazy. No, I did not. Bro, this shit is fucking crazy. It's like forty-five billion to Ukraine. Um, let's see. To fucking make um some building for Nancy Pelosi in her oh, honor geez. or whatever. Oh jeez. 
also Nancy Pelosi's net worth is now like four hundred something million on like a hundred thousand dollar a year salary. I mean, you you can correct me if I'm wrong, but whatever the numbers are in the specifics, there's no reason for a speaker of the house to have that much money unless she's doing fraud. And well, we know. We all know. Yeah, we all know. But yeah, no, I mean like just this is ridiculous, bro. This is all an agenda. We I seem like I feel like we talk about it every week and Yeah. Just just gotta stay in your own lane, bro, and you know, educate yourself. You. Yeah. And educate your yourself. Don't be tied to a uh you know, my advice is don't be tied to a party. Don't be tied to any box, you know, don't put yourself in a box mentally or uh, ideologically and just be open-minded. Things change, things evolve. What I thought about two years ago, what I was so big on two years ago has changed so much. You know why? Because the world has changed. Um, my life has changed. Uh, my priority has evolved. Um, you know, my future has evolved. So Never put yourself in a uh, in a situation where you're just thinking one thing and you have to, and you're forced and you have to because of the people that you're tied to. So, be all right. So here, uh, what's in the 1.7 trillion trillion federal spending bill? 45 billion to Ukraine aid, 335 million to prepare for influenza pandemic, uh, 286 million in Title X funding. I don't really know what that is. 65 million for salmon restoration. Don't know what that is either. Sixty-five million in programs for Senator Leahy and a federal building named for Nancy Pelosi, and three point six billion for Michelle Obama Trail. Yikes! This is this is where our money's going to, by the way. So, you know, if you want to commit tax fraud, I'm not going to say that's a bad thing. At this point in time. Might get away with it for a long time. Well, let's keep it moving. About <laughs> political stuff. I'll get to your blue face thing because I want to talk about that at the end. Uh, quick NBA, either news, on the court, off the court. Dirk got a statue um, outside. Uh, used LeBron to be the- been known. <laughs> you tell me that. That was funny. I like it, the fadeaway jumper. I like that they did that because on the court, to this day, Dirk Nowitzki gets... Uh, if you looked a uh, silhouette of him doing it on the top left, so if you're looking at the broadcast on the top left of the court, you always has where he would do his his fadeaway. Yeah, That's pretty cool, them, and I yeah, and I like on the court. I like that it's subtle too. You can't see it unless you yeah. look for it. You know, yeah. I like that a lot because um, one thing Mark Cuban does is he's a great businessman, obviously, right. But also, he treats uh, the people that play for him. He was one of the first owners to create a um, the the locker room like uh, a vibe. Have televisions, have audio, like you know, uh, electronics in there. So I, I give it to Mark Cuban. He's a great owner. Uh, there's a reason why uh, a decade ago he was gonna buy the Chicago Cubs, and MLB owners did not want him to buy them. Why? Because that means. He'd throw a lot of money out there, and the MLB owners are pieces of shit, and they don't want to improve the game. I remember that. They, they, because, exactly, they don't want him to be that new guy that changes it out. And guess what? Now they got um, Cohen in the uh, for the Mets, and he's doing exactly what Mark Cuban would have done. So it only took some time, and uh, baseball's got to shape up. But Dirk gets a statue. 
Jod debuts his Nike sneaker. What do you think about that? We talked about a little bit. I mean, I'm hyped for him getting his own signature sneaker. That's a big point in any player's career. I just I, I look at those sneakers and I I don't see Jaw like it doesn't okay. it doesn't. There were low ja tops, Morant which we would me. know, right? We would know because yeah, he likes low tops. They were low tops. I just feel like, and it's not his fault because he's not in there doing the you know the creativity for him. I'm I mean, sure he has he's some got kind some of say. He's got to approve yeah, of it but, a little bit. Yeah, but Nike needs a revamp type of thing because. Kobe's, LeBron's, Navi's, Jaw, the Jaws, they all look very similar. And it sucks because Nike's at the point where they're like, oh, we don't need to be original. It doesn't really matter what we do. Motherfuckers still going to buy our shit. And it's true. But you look at some of the Adidas, you look at the New Balances. I mean, we're going to see where Kyrie goes in, in the next few weeks, months, what, whenever he makes his decision. And it's like, if you're a hooper, if you're a real hooper, like you, you're not going to go for looks on sneakers. You're going to see what's best, you know, whatever is comfortable protection wise and, and comfortable yep. wise. It doesn't matter if it's a shoot, a swoosh, three, three lines. Like it doesn't matter. Like yep. at least that, that's my point. That's how I look at it. So Nike needs to switch it up a little bit, but Hey, like, okay. you know, like I said, jaw, that, that's good for him. And I mean, I feel like that's another reason why they also moved away from Kyrie to make, Room for job room for that, yeah. And Mark, market, was, market wise, yeah, yeah. And if there was someone that would take Kyrie's place, it would be Ja. And yep, makes I'm, sense. I'm glad it was him. You know, sad to see Kyrie go, but also that, that's that's what happens in business and yeah. life and anything. So I rock. Um, I only own one pair of Kyrie's, which is the Squidwards, which he came out with. You know, SpongeBob series. Rocked that mm-hmm. for Christmas. That went perfect with my Christmas sweater. So, uh, speaking of, I rocked that this weekend. But when Kyrie comes out with whoever he signs with, I will. I haven't bought a pair of sneakers in a really long time. It's been a few years. I went off for like two, three years buying sneakers every month, and then I stopped. But um, I will support him. I will support probably there'll be fire most likely. So uh, between, what did we say? Puma and New Balance, something like that. I hope he goes to Puma yeah, it was, only. It was Puma the Jay-Z connection. The Jay-Z connection to Puma. J. Cole, I think they're on the right track with uh, LaMelo Balls with Puma. Yeah. Uh, Kuzma, right? Yeah. So it, it's yeah. got a, some new, fresh take on that. I think uh, they, they'd work well. Obviously, he'd be The Pumas are one. nice. The Pumas are really nice. Like I've Hell seen yeah. some of them, and some of the Lamellos are really clean. New yep. Balance, like, kind of did their thing. I mean, it's Kawhi at the end of the day. He's not really like the flashiest person, so they're very subtle. But yeah, I think I mean, they got um uh, Murray of the the Nuggets. I'm yeah. Trying to think of the commercial that they put out recently. I think they got somebody on the Magic. I forgot who. Plus, New Balance got Jack Harlow. Whatever. Let's not talk about him, please. Uh, other NBA news, AD out indefinitely. Nets are rolling. Nets hooping, uh, bro. Hooping, winning uh, nine in a row. Currently, you know, I got to announce this because they're my team. Their Boston Celtics are 24 and 10, number one in the East. Milwaukee, 22 and 11, a game and a half out. Brooklyn, two games out of the Celtics in first place at 22 and 12. And Absolutely help hooping. They're they're they've won nine out of the last ten, uh, nine game winning streak. They're looking really good, and 
in that mix of the last 10 games they played, not the best quality, but they played a real good quality of basketball, and that's the difference. Um, they beat the Cavs yesterday, which is a good matchup at, at Cleveland. Uh, obviously, they beat uh, the Bucks, um, which is huge. They beat the uh, Golden State, which they beat them pretty uh, they, handily. They, they were, right? yeah, exactly. So yeah, they yeah. have some good mixed in there. Um, but hey, wins are wins. You can't make up your schedule, right? You can't, right. like, you know what I mean. Everybody's got an easy point of their schedule. Everybody's got a tough part. They happen to be winning their easy point. So yeah. I'll take that. So I'm excited about the Nets uh, doing their. I'm thing. I'm excited too because just as a as a hoops fan, as an NBA fan, it's it's finally good to see Kyrie and KD both healthy, both out of like any kind of off the court yep. drama, whatever. Right. It's good be. to just watch pure basketball, huh? Watch them hoop, man. And like those two are some of the most pure hoopers ever. Like if you want to watch good basketball and poetry in motion, you watch KD and Kyrie. Like that's your, it's a beautiful that's, thing, that's brother. What you need. It really is. And they get the role players involved too. Claxton. I've seen he's been hooping. Shout out um, TJ Warren, a guy yeah. that didn't play in a, in two years since the NBA. Remember, he's, he dropped fifty the in the bubble. Yeah, he, he hasn't played. He hasn't played really since because he got a foot injury, bro. He put up twenty two points the other night, uh, yesterday against Cleveland off the bench. He's been. I'm telling you, he's six eight. He's thirty years old. He's, he's uh, a good win guy. He's on a he's on a one year deal. That means he's playing for a contract. Uh, the year that. He got hurt. He was going to be a free agent. And he was already making, I think, anywhere from like 10 to 12 mil. So he was looking for a big contract, like uh, 18 right. mil contract, 20 mil. So yeah. when you talk about motivation, that's a great pickup by Sean March of the GM of the Nets because you pick up a guy that's hurt, so you're taking a chance, but you're only paying him like $4 million, $3 million. But he's going to try to hoop to try to get that next deal. Most likely, it won't be this deal. He'll probably maybe settle with the Nets for maybe a two-year deal, um, and I would love that because he does. A man could score buckets, bro. I'm watching him, and this is only his tenth game. He's averaging ten points a game, and I'm watching him little by little get better. So it's been fun. NFL. Where do you go to college? DJ Warren. DJ Warren. I like that you put me on blast. Hold up. I remember watching them in college. Yeah, I don't think I watched them. TJ Warren. Let me get back to you on it so I'm not awkwardly thinking. Give me like five minutes and I'll, and I'll try to get it. I'm not going to look it up, I promise. NFL, J.J. Watt retiring. Thoughts? Announced I mean, today. J.J. Watt, man, like he was probably our era. Like probably most likely one of the more dominant defensive players we got to see. It just sucks that maybe he was on some PEDs and that's why he was always hurt the whole time, but that doesn't take away from anything he, he did. He was, he was very dominant. He was, he was electric and he kind of put Houston on the map at franchise that, you know, was just fresh brand new with Andre Johnson and, Matt Schaub, and then they had the running back, I forget his name, um, Arian Foster. So he he held it down, and, I mean, now you got it. his brothers are in the league, and that's yep. that's a great football family. And Hell yeah. I'm glad that he kind of had a revitalization. Is that, 
that right? Re- revitalization in Arizona, okay. Okay. where he's he's, you know, he he was always like kind of injured, and he came back, and now he's playing a lot better. He had a baby, had a baby that it was Shut his up. or her first home game, I think. I, I don't know, first game that they went to, and he said it was going to be his last. His home last game, so. home game, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I seen that post today. Yeah, but I mean. You know, he changed the game for for the white D lineman. He did. He did. He changed the game. Him, uh, the original guy, too. Well, one of the original guys, too, with Minnesota Vikings. Uh, what was it? Jared Allen? Ja- Jared Allen, 69. <laughs> he was, he got, he got uh, put in their ring of fame or ring, whatever they call them, you know, Hall of Fame, ring of fame, whatever it is, uh, this year, actually, because I remember him. He was uh, He was a beast as well. Uh, one yeah. of the white guys on the D line, shout out. You know what I mean? Yeah, not too that, many that, of you. Not too, too many of y'all. Matthews, you know. So no, well, well deserved. I mean, he's he's a real humble guy, down to earth guy, and you don't really see that much in some of these football players, or at least they don't show that part of them too much. So shout out to him. You know, he did. TJ Warren. Are we talking uh, Big East? Is it Big East? No, it's ACC. Okay, I'll come back to it. I'm, uh, I've been thinking this whole time while I'm doing it. I'm like, I'm uh, multitasking. Uh, clinching week for teams, NFL teams. Obviously, we got two weeks left. The Giants, if they win versus the Colts, they'll be in. So, very simple. You know, control your destiny. You want to make the playoffs? Go out and win a fucking game. Beat a team that's not trying to win fucking games and be in the playoffs. That's all I have to say about the New York Football Giants. Uh, what about your uh, Miami Dolphins? What do, what do you guys need to do to clinch? We need to win, and we need to have couple I think the Jets lose. The Jets lose to Seattle, but okay. we win out. We're good. But I, I don't, I don't, I don't trust this team to win out, even though we're playing New England. That's not very good, but at the end of the day, it's still New England. It's still Bill Belichick coach football team in Gillette, and then we come back home to play the Jets, which again okay. aren't that great of a football team, but. They dropped 40 on us, and we we started off 8-3. and three. This is our second. We had we had a three-game losing streak. Now we're on a four-game losing streak. A few years back ago, we started 1-7 and seven with Brian Flores. We went we won seven in a row. Now we started, what, 8-3, and three, and we're at 8-7. and seven. This is some bullshit. If the Dolphins don't make the playoffs this year, bro, with the all with going out, getting Tyreek Hill, getting yeah. Eric, uh, Eric Playing Armstrong. very well for the first – Third of the season, or yeah, I'm I'm gonna flip a shit, bro. I might I might deactivate my Twitter. Yeah, a lot a lot has been happening, and it has to do with your quarterback getting concussed. That's basically all it is. The defense has been a lot, a lot like not uh, well has been very lackluster. Uh, may I say? Uh, I thought they played well they, last game. They've, yeah. they've, they've, they've done some adjustments and gotten a lot better. They have like, a lot of talent, and maybe just the talent's not clicking, and, and maybe it's coaching. I don't know. I'm not talking that deep into it. I'm just saying I know the talent you guys have on defense, and it shouldn't be performing according to what it is. Uh, but, the you know, the offense has been, and the times that you guys have straight out lost has been because uh, Tua hasn't been in the lineup. So, um Clutch time, baby. This is it. This is you got to win. Uh, two games left. That's when it counts. Make it you count, yeah, you, for sure. You don't make yourself known in in week six, seven. You know, doing whatever. You make yourself known in week sixteen with the game on the line, playing against Aaron Rodgers, 
you know, in your home stadium and you get the ball with two minutes left after throwing two picks and then you throw another pick. No, bro. Everything would have been forgiven. Everything would have been forgot. You go down the field, score a touchdown. No one says anything about your two picks that you just threw the two drives before. But you go and you throw another one. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. You can't do that kind of shit. That's not that's not what it is. Hundred percent. You're, you're you're better than that. Um, you got down Ed Reed, new head coach of the Bethune Cookman. Yep. Talk to me. Yep. Hey, I mean, he was just Ed Reed, UM legend, NFL legend, probably top two, top three safety all time. Easy, it's one of good. my top three defensive. Him and Ray Lewis are in my top three of all time. Yeah, it's good to see another, you know, black person get a job. I feel like it's happened before, but I feel like now with Dion Been snubbed lately. Oh, 100%. And especially in the NFL, it's it's very yeah. bad. So that yeah. shit needs to stop and it needs to change. But I mean, it it, it sucks that it happens. He was just with mm-hmm. Miami. He was like some sort of like advisor to the coach or the program or whatnot. And I'm I believe Bethune is at HBCU. Um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure Bethune is at HBCU. So that's that's good. Yeah, they are, and it's good to see. I mean, this guy. If you're not getting like high D1 offers, if you're in Florida and you're not getting that UM offer, you're not getting that UF offer or that FSU offer, hey, Bethune is right in Daytona. Daytona is a nice ass city. You're close to Jacksonville. Yep. You're still close to South Florida if you want three, four hour drive, whatever. You're still in Florida and you'll have a good ass time. You're a cornerback, you're a DB, and Ed Reed pulls up to your crib. As a head coach, you think you're gonna say Imagine. no to fucking Ed Reed? Imagine. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't talk. Nope. That's all I'm saying. So that's what's up. I'm happy for him, even though he doesn't know me. I don't know him, but huge fan, and I'm glad to see him get that opportunity. And I think he's gonna do well. I wish. I wish it would have happened with Miami, and Miami did a better job of having their former players involved in the program, but they haven't been so great at that in the Yep. past few years but hey everything happens for a reason um i'm glad that edry's getting his shot and i i i know he's gonna do well because he's done well in everything he's done in football so i don't see why that would change anytime soon 100 percent, i agree with that um shout out the uh new england owner for um you know the guy the patch fan that went viral he was uh it was <clears throat> for those that don't know a uh, patch fan was at the uh vegas Raiders game, uh, getting yelled at by a white woman. He was a black kid, so let's put it. I'm not, I'm not trying to create anything. It's what it was, and that that is actual a thing. And it's white women after you know a controversial ending where they lateraled it back, barking in this man's face. And the young kid, he didn't give her any anything, any emotion back. Was probably the best behaved uh, in that situation because. 99.9 of people would have wild out and it still would have been understand uh the New England Patriots owner got wind of it uh flew him out to Gillette Stadium sat in a suite watched the game yeah this is the video that we're showing my on man YouTube my now. man's had the same fit on oh my God. 
And for the record, we don't know what was said before the video. So, like, he could have been wilding back, too, but we're going to take it as, as word. I haven't seen this one. This is, uh, it does, this is yeah, me too. It looks like he's not saying much. He's not being as belligerent as she is. No, she was in his grill. <laughs> oh, right here. Yeah. This is... She's wilding. Obviously, the Raiders win. Yeah, the Raiders win by a threat on their dick um, in, a, in, a, in a, a crazy play at the end. She celebrates in his face, cursing at him, saying all the shit. Like I said, we don't know what goes on the whole game, but from the looks of it, Over it doesn't look like he's. Win. It looks like he's not walling back. Yeah, Raiders uh, probably won't make the playoffs. Make the both playoffs. teams, yeah. both teams might not make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good for him actually because uh, it seemed pretty legit. He tweeted out That's a the response. Power of social media. That was his first game, I think, or something like that. Like where he got to go watch. So. Um, we all want to believe in social media puts good out there. And I'm going to, I'm always trying to believe that there's some good that comes out of social media. So I'm going to say that, uh, she was wilding, he wasn't, and he got the better of the consequence than she did. So she got a dub and he got a fucking bigger dub in life. All expense trip out to fucking Gillette stadium and sat in the owner's box. Yep. Hey, uh, free free tickets to a football game or dinner with Robert Kraft? He probably, I mean, he got both. He was eating the side of, like, you know what I mean? He got both of it. It's like, he got the, he got, he got tickets. And then I seen a video where Robert Kraft was like, hey, by the way, it's cold outside. Do you want to chill in the, the suite? Like, duh. duh. Um, couple things on football. The whole time. Couple things on football. And then I'll let you get a uh, blue face. RIP Ronnie Hillman Jr. Uh, damn. I saw that. I remember young, watching him in Bronx. Young, bro, like 31. And then uh, Demarius Thompson died, right? Thompson? Demarius Thomas, yeah. Thomas, Thomas, sorry. He died. He passed like a year ago. Like, damn. What the fuck? Hey, look. And, he, and, and different for different reasons. Obviously, Hillman right, died right. because of cancer. But I'm just saying, like, motherfucker. Like, either way, they're, they're not, you know. Yeah. R.I.P. Franco Harris, too. That's you know, shout out, shout out Mike Grundy, shout out Mike Thompson. Shout out. Um, that's kind of weird, bro. Like how they were prepping up the whole immaculate reception anniversary thing. It was it was this Saturday. It just passed. yeah, right. And then he died on like the Monday or Tuesday of yeah. Like that's eh, that's a little weird to me, but. <laughs> what do you think? Conspiracy? What you talking? Uh, I mean, like, you know, they call me conspiracy theorists with COVID and now look at, nah. look at me. Nah. You know? That's true. But yeah, no, all this kind of man just He's a goat in the league for, for he's known to us as one play, you know, to the, the the last couple generations just for that one play. But it's like anybody, you know, when you when you watch a player his whole career back in the seventies, watch him win four Super Bowls, he's not known as one just one play to wow. you. He's known yeah. for his league. So like that's like watching um I'm trying to think of somebody like uh Eli Manning. You know, like oh Eli Manning, you watch his career highlights, he has that that play that he threw it off the helmet, and then he has a couple other plays, and you'd be like, oh, that's all he's known for. But, like, no, Eli had many, many moments. Um, so, yeah, Franco Harris is one of those guys that everybody knows him for that one play, uh, but most people that 
grew up watching him, knows him for being a dominant running back. Shout out Franco Harris. Talk to me about Blueface to end the podcast. Dog. So I know we see this stuff on social media and we don't know him or like her, Krishan Rock or whatever her name is. But there comes a point where, and I don't know when this started and why it started and how. Don't understand it, why Twitter and Instagram seems to glorify toxic relationships. And it's not fucking cool because the more you see things, the more you look at things, obviously, like, it becomes a habit and, you know, your habits become your personality and just you, you... whatever you're consuming, you slowly start to become. And that's not like me just saying something because my mom told me that shit when I was younger. That's just, it's it's proven in scientific fact, whether you want to believe it or not. This shit is fucking toxic, bro. Like she's got a missing tooth. He like, he's over here. Like, I'm sure he just went to jail to get away from her to have some solid me time because the shit that they be doing and this man is on here in interviews and he's like blinking and shit and like he'll be like oh I'm not kidding like he's like oh she's gonna beat me and she'll be like oh he's just you know he's just being funny he's just joking you know and he's like I'm not joking like with a serious face and like you could tell with his body language and he'll be like someone help me and they were on um, another big twitch live streamer uh, not speed, but I think Kai Senate or whatever. They were both on after he had got released from jail, and like she grabbed a chair and like went to sit in it, and there was already a chair there, so she just threw it. She threw the chair and made a hole in Buddy's wall, and she looks at him. She's like, "Oh, you're rich. You'll just fix it, no problem." And Blueface is just sitting there like, "Yo, someone like just please help me." And now you got all his shit going on with her dad and them fighting and like, yeah, that might just be for like whatever like reality TV show they got going on and shit. But like there's kids and people that see this kind of shit and they look up to it and they want their relationships to be like that because they think it's cute and funny. No, 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 no. That's not how shit is. That's not how you want your relationship to go. None of that is cool and funny. And I mean, I say protect Blueface because... I see him to, like, be more of a victim. But, I mean, protect her, too. Like, we need to split them up and get them as far away from each other as possible because one of them is (laughs) going to – like, this man, Blueface, had two black eyes or some shit. He was just with his baby moms for Christmas. My guy looked mad happy. He had a smile on his face. whole body language was totally different. So – I don't know, man. Something's going to happen between these two, and it's not going to be a positive outcome. Yeah, there's a like I, I I watch videos of it and I just uh, went on it, a rant about Blueface. I never thought yeah, in my wild. life I would do that I'm, shit. <laughs> I'm glad we saved it to the end, so you know a little less people are listening. But <laughs> hey, it's it's some that is a good topic. It's fun, and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to have fun here. Um, not take any any topic we take we we talk about. We try not to take too seriously or take us too seriously but we just at least we we try to have a conversation about it at least a dialogue um she has an alcohol problem she's admitted to it she's a alcohol abuser and 
I don't know too much about him. He's not making quality music anyway. And I've seen the before and after pictures of her. And, hey, if she's happy doing whatever she's doing, acting the way she's acting, whatever. As long as she's not no, harming right? anybody. No, no, ah, come on. I'm trying. I'm trying to empathize. 2023. 2023, I'm trying to empathize with more people. Yeah, but just because, like, you have alcohol problems, that's not an excuse for you to do and behave how she's behaving. No, I know. It, they're both wild. Get but, help on your alcohol problem, which is the root of you beating what I, dog up. But what I think of, and I've seen the extended <laughs> version yesterday of Blueface, the video confrontation with her family, is at the end of the day, I think what they're trying to do is get, like, assigned to a, you know, reality series. I think that's what's going to try to come up next, whether it's a, a minor production or a major production. They're trying to work their way up towards some. They're business people. They're trying to, they they know the, the, the clicks they're getting. They know if they go on VH1 and MTV, YouTube, whatever, they're going to attract the eyeballs. So that's all the time I want to spend on that. Let's end the episode. Any shout-outs? I know you got some family stuff going on if you want to shout-out them. Um, and then we'll wrap this up. I mean, yeah, this is tough just because it hits so close to home. I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. I didn't really even want to talk about it because, no, no, I, I appreciate it. It needs to be said just because, it stuff like this, bro, like I always say, like, oh, it can happen to anyone. Always check up on your people, stuff like that. But, I mean... I was at the casino the night before and like the morning of and shit like and that stuff like never entered my head like you don't think of stuff like that and I woke up to the news you know I found out that my cousin's house had had burned down I guess it was on the 23rd I believe or early 24th I'm not sure exactly the day and that's honestly like I can sit here and say that's one of my worst fears that could happen to me. And I thought about this as a kid a lot because I lived in an apartment and shit and like your house, bro, that's everything you've worked for in your whole life. And also everything that you've worked for your whole life is also in your house as well. So it's sad. Um, you know, they, their family, they got a young boy, Adam, he's like five. And then Gabby, I think she's like 11 or 12. I've watched them both grow up. And it's just, you know, like I said, it hits close to home. We have a GoFundMe up. Gabby made it. Um, my cousin Gabby, I, I'm not sitting here and telling you all to go donate. I don't expect anyone to donate. I know everyone has their own personal things going on and the economy is whatever. But, you know, anything helps. One of my friends, Cash, shout out her. She got a box together of some clothes. It's just, bro, it's just, you know, things that you don't ever think of or, or expect. And... It happened to, to someone in my family, and that's, I mean, I could sit here and talk about it all the time, and I was, when I was making the post to say something, I was really trying to think of something to say, and normally I'm really good at saying things and writing stuff down, but I literally just sat there with my phone, and, like, it kept, like, going, to, like, kept turning off, you know, and I had to turn it back on, because that's how long I was sitting there, really just trying to think of something, but in that kind of time and those kind of things, you really, there's not much you can say except, Hey, I'm sorry for what happened and try and help out. And I mean, 
it is what it is, but uh, th- I know they have a lot of faith in everything they believe in. They're strong ass families, so they're they're gonna get through it. Of course, I, I know they are, and it's just it's just shitty, bro. It's it's not it's, and like the timing of it, you know, right before the holidays with, with the kids. That's who I feel most for because you don't really think of stuff like that, or you don't know how to mm. react or how to behave when something like that happens but at the same time now they've been through something like that so it's only going to help them and further them and be a lot tougher for whatever may come later on in their lives and you know maybe that's that's a good thing for you know growth or whatnot just trying to look at the positives although right now is very little you know but like i said they got their faith they they know I'm sure they had a lot of stuff settled and they knew what to do. So I think they'll be all right. And, you know, I got a pretty big family, so we're all going to find a way to help out and and pitch in and do what we got to do to make sure they get out. Yeah. Good, man. Uh, I mean, uh, a lot of things I could say, I don't want to say too much because it's, it's personal to you, but a lot of things, big or small, uh, you always look back after you get past it and you, you evolve, you get better. Um, you know, everything happens for a reason. All those cliche yeah. words happen. And then you look back, you have time to reflect and you go, damn, I can't believe we got past that time. I can't believe we got better. I can't believe uh, we used to be here. I could only relate to myself. There's been situations where not that catastrophic, but on a on a, a minor level, which was only to me at 23, was kind of a what they're going through. I thought at 23 I was going through the same thing, and it wasn't. But in my life, that's all I know. Like uh, uh, Rogan always says, you only know what you know, right? Your worst time that you go through is your worst time that you go through. You can't relate yeah. to anybody else but what you go through. So I know with uh, great support and also. Um, you know, great people from what I what I get a sense of you and what I see five years from now, ten years from now, the those children will uh, appreciate their parents, appreciate their family and friends way more, appreciate life, and they'll be better because of it. It's uh, crazy how life works, but you know, sometimes uh, when when I not when something like that in a bad opportunity happens, uh, the right thing arises. So um, yeah, yeah. And and to quote the the great the great Geno Smith, South Florida legend, for the second time on this podcast, my tough times would be a dream to someone else, and that's some real shit, bro. That's a fucking bar. Ben Baller said it on his podcast, and sometimes we gotta really like you talked about at the beginning, you know how lucky we are, how blessed we are. We gotta really look within ourselves and realize, hey. You know, of course, we're not Geno Smith and we're not getting paid millions of dollars to play a kid's game. But at the end of the day, if we really look at what we have and everything that we're blessed with, our tough times would be a blessing to someone else. So, you know, just just take every don't take things that you have for granted and just keep it moving. Stay in your own lane, mind your own business and don't worry about other people, because when you start worrying about other people, that's when shit that's not supposed to happen happen and it's just a snowball effect after that yeah got to keep things in perspective and um not glad that it happened but it's a a reminder for myself you and whoever heard about it and and that's involved is appreciate every day appreciate the little things and uh the beautiful thing 
from that is whatever got damaged can be replaced. Whatever was damaged was material, um, things that you could re- replicate 100%. or get back through whatever. And um, hey, everybody in the family lived, everybody's healthy, and then you can move on from that. That's what's more important. So we'll end it on that, 55. Not to end on a morbid note, more on a motivational note for the new year. So hopefully you listen to this episode and get more motivated and more excited about life uh, and, and 2023. But, yeah, uh, DM us, up. email us, you know, tweet us. You need some help with anything, like, you know, you need uplifting, you need, hey. you know, motivation. Like, we're here for y'all, bro. Or, you know, just DM DJ Kuzmo. Or DM DJ Kuzmo, shout out. He got you. I shout out. I should, I, maybe next, uh, maybe we'll start off next uh, new enter the lab in the new year with his video or his uh, promo. So awesome. I, need, I need to play that. So shout out DJ so Kuzmo. Awesome. I know when we yeah. drop this episode tomorrow morning or today morning, he'll be listening to it. Um, and and we, got a, we got a little nice surprise for you next week. But that's episode 55 in the new year, enter the lab, Fort Sama. Elvis Escobar will be refreshing things. If you have any feedback, let us know. You know, to our loyal listeners, not if you listen to once a month, once a year. To people that listen to us often, give some feedback. Uh, we're taking it yeah. all into account because in the new year, we want to keep things fresh, have some fun, evolve uh, as a production, and keep this going. So, for episode 55, we'll see you next week, possibly live for the new year. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. Peace.